welcome to the MSIC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. My name is Susan Sellers, and I'll be your host for today. This podcast has been made possible thanks to the generous support from the Canon Spouses Club. In support of our Back to School series, we wanted to talk about goals. An important part of planning for that new school year is setting goals. When our kids set goals, it gives them that sense of independency, that sense of autonomy, particularly when it comes to their academic life. Goal setting, well, it's an integral part to any student's success. The webinar team recently hosted Tutor.com, who discussed not only how to set goals, but also how habits and decisions can lead to goal attainment. Let's take a listen. This was such a wonderful presentation. I took so many notes that I feel like I'm going to try to use with my own students. But we just have a few questions that we would love for you to answer. And so our first one is, what is a common mistake that you think most people make when creating their goals? Sure. I think they go too big, which causes that overwhelm because you're like, I don't even know where to start with this. And they aren't specific enough. So I think SMART goals are wonderful because they force you to think in terms of specifics. And by being specific, you'll dial in the size and scope of that goal. It'll be less overwhelming. And in many cases, that specificity will help shape your plan. So rather than, you know, I'm going to get in shape this year, which is huge, huge, vague goal. Who knows what that means? Uh, instead, you know, my goal is to be able to do full body weight push-ups by October or be able to jog 30 minutes in a row eight weeks from now, right? That dials it in. It not only targets that goal that you want, that ability that you want, but also can help you shape your plan, right? If you're, I want to be able to jog 30 minutes in a row, well, there's an app that can help you start by walk jogging and incrementally building on that skill. So be specific, I would say. I love that. I'm going to relate that to myself who sometimes has a to-do list with 50 items on it. Yes, I never get to all 50 items because I just have too many things. It's too overwhelming. And I could just relate this to the goal is just your goal is too big and not specific. So I think that's great. Thank you so much for that. What are some of the educational goal examples? Like, so what are some things that you feel that students could be doing goal-wise, setting goals to maybe attain some of their, you know, educational goals that they may have or aspirations in regards to their education? Again, I'm going to sing the praises of SMART goals. So um, they can be applied to short-term goals or big lofty goals that someone may have. So in the short term, maybe the student wants to establish better study habits. So maybe their goal will be for this quarter, I'm going to study two hours every day, Thursday evenings, and two hours on Sunday afternoons, right? It's like contained, but that is going to be a foundational goal that they could have to improve their study habits overall. Maybe it's to get a certain grade 
for the semester in a course that they're struggling with. Again, that's a little bit bigger. It's a little bit bigger jump than I'm going to do X, Y, Z twice a week. So that could potentially involve other steps that they have to look at. So what does that mean? I want to get a 90% in bio this semester. I want an A. Um, so that can mean establishing those study habits. That can mean learning better note-taking skills when they're in class. Um, it could mean forming a study group with their friends, right? All of those activities can support their larger goal of getting that A for that semester or that quarter. And then just in terms of pursuing a degree, it's nice to say, I want to go to college. But again, let's dial it in. Do you know what you want to major in? Oh, not yet. Well, then why don't you explore and do some research and set the goal of, you know, I will spend the next four weeks researching potential majors and things that interest me. And by the end of those four weeks, I'm going to have my top three. So then they could have a new goal potentially of saying, okay, now that I have my top three potential majors, let me see what kind of schools and degree programs are out there. Or let me see what types of potential careers these degrees would lend themselves to and, and just kind of firm up uh, the direction that they want to go. Okay. I love that. I love that about having those kind of um, goals that maybe build upon each other, right? Setting one mm -hmm. goal and then maybe another one once you've accomplished that first one. So with all of our talk about students and them trying to have uh, goals in regards to their education, how do we motivate students to set goals in general? Um, I feel like this is so applicable for me right now as, as a parent of a high schooler. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was motivated. My parents built in motivation when I was younger to do well in school because they said for every A I got on my report card, I would get X amount of dollars and every B plus or B, it would be way less money. So I was always going for those A's so that I could have more money. Well, I realized, you know, not everybody wants their children to be financially driven like that. So maybe it's an experience saying, hey, you know, if you're able to achieve this certain level, maybe we could have some quality time together and go out to a nice meal together, or you could go on this trip with your friends or something like that. But intrinsically inspiring them to set goals for themselves outside of some kind of reward, I think it ties into laying a foundation of their values, things that they value in their life and the understanding that you know, when they move on from the educational realm, they're not going to be tested. They're not going to have grades. They're not going to have SATs and things that they have to worry about. And they're also not going to necessarily have a voice telling them what to do every day, right? So I think if we can steer students to explore what things matter to them, what things inspire passion and, you know, make them feel alive and connected to purpose, that sometimes can unlock just the motivation in itself, or it gives them a point where they can explore and be like, oh, you know what? I really love science and I love learning about planets and planetary systems and stuff like that, right? So maybe the goal is to explore different courses that they could take 
in the educational setting that they are in now or in the future in pursuit of degrees. Um, I think it's just tying to their innate drives and values will help set them up to goal setting. Great. Thank you. That is great advice for lighting that spark for them to set those <laughs> goals. So once they've set goals, so let's say we have students that have done that, what can we do to help our students who aren't achieving those goals that they've set for themselves? I think in any endeavor, it's helpful to review throughout the process. And there might be pain points. There might be, you know, maybe the goal wasn't specific enough. Maybe the goal isn't aligning to what they actually want to do. So maybe it was a bad goal and they need to have a new goal. So I think there just needs to be a review process to talk through where they're getting stuck and decide, is it something they could pivot and try a new strategy? Or if this goal isn't the right goal, we gave it a shot, but now let's try this instead. Don't we love the word pivot? I feel like that's been <laughs> the word of the last couple of years is pivot. Um, okay, so what are some favorite resources that you have for goal setting? Um, we know that the SMART goals are the goals that we want to set, but do you have any additional resources that we could use for goal setting? Absolutely. One of the best books that I have read is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's just amazing because he takes all of the daunting, overwhelming, soul-crushing aspects of goals and dreams and goal-setting and habits, and he just puts it so succinctly and simply and takes all the stress out. And what I mean, I guess the crux of what he's trying to say is just tiny, consistent, incremental change compounds over time and gets you to completely new levels. And by breaking things down so into such small chunks and just working towards those tiny increments each day makes it manageable, it makes it habitual, it makes it sustainable. And his quote is, it's not you. If you're failing, it's not you, it's your system. And so it's all about building your own external support system to help your habits and your activities and everything kind of laser focus you towards those goals. So that Atomic Habits by James Clear, definite. Also, I would say invest in a planner that you like. Um, two that I could recommend, there's one called the Happiness Planner. Um, what I like about that is they can sell 100-day planners, and they have a bunch of guided questions in the beginning to really dial in on your values and why you want to do the goal and then break down the steps. And then, you know, you have this declarative statement, over the next 100 days, I will do this. And then the days, uh, the entries that follow are all in support of those goals that you that you've um, designed for yourself. Another good one is the Legend Planner. Um, I like that one because it is a full year, but they break down the segments into three month chunks. And again, they focus on dreams, big dreams that you have, a huge list, and they're like, okay, let's pare that down. Which are the most important that you wanna start first, right? And then you break that down into steps. And so then it breaks it down even further. Over the next 90 days, 
here's what I will do to do this specific task or this goal. So it kind of builds in that smart goal mentality into the format of the planner. I love all of those and especially the Atomic Habits book. I read that a few months back myself. So excellent book to read. Um, And I love that you used a keyword that I'm going to repeat and you said consistency. So I feel like that if, you know, anyone picks up anything is I love that you use the word consistency in all of our goals when setbacks occur, because we know that they will, particularly mm-hmm. with our students that are still learning, developing, um, becoming, you know, adult human beings at some point. Um, how can we help our students recover and move forward when they have that setback? Yeah, I think, you know, this ties into the question about students not reaching or achieving their goals. It's an opportunity for evaluation, right? You can analyze and be like, okay, well, let's sit down and see what is the issue here. And again, the keyword from before, right? It might be a pivoting moment. It might be time to set that new goal in terms of recovery and move forward. So maybe they feel like a quote unquote failure, or maybe they feel like they made a mistake and they're beating themselves up about it. A powerful quote, and I'm going to paraphrase it here. Um, This is from Dr. Joe Dispenza. He has an excellent book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. The title I have issue with, but the book itself is wonderful. He says, when we get stuck in that negative emotion, right? So like maybe we feel bad about messing up at work or messing up at school or something, and you internalize that and you're just kind of replaying that negative emotion, you're robbing yourself of the opportunity of gaining wisdom from that. And you're keeping yourself from progressing because you're trapped in something that's happened that's in the past, right? So the best thing to do is just acknowledge, okay, this is a mistake. What can I learn from this and move forward from there? And that wisdom is something that's going to carry you forward and you can apply in the future if ever you're presented with like a similar scenario. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for answering all of those questions and giving us such thoughtful and really insightful pieces of advice, suggestions, recommendations. I think this is a lot of great information for our students, and I'm going to say for adults as well. So for those of us that are, you know, parents and professionals and all aspects of our lives, I think we can set SMART goals a little bit more often. I hope you guys enjoyed that Q&A from tutor.com. I really appreciate all the information and resources that were shared, particularly the SMART goals. That really resonated with me. I have to admit, I've been guilty of setting goals that were maybe too general or too big and ultimately failing, just like she shared. Also, I think most of the advice shared today, well, It really could be applied to whether it's home life or school life. In closing, I just want to wish all our military kids a great year and to remind them of the power of consistency. You've been listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition.
I'd like to thank again the Canon Spouses Club for sponsoring today's episode. Until next time, live a great story.